Today's episode was inspired by a couple of things, actually. One was a report that I saw in Time that profiled women that are changing the world. And I thought, wow, how fabulous it was to see the great things that women are doing in a range of different industries that are really moving the needle for us in business, in society, in the world at large. And the other thing that's been happening more on a personal level is I've noticed that a lot of people have been asking me, how do I operate working in a very male-dominated environment? So as the CEO of Global Impact Systems, working as a consultant to corporate executives and businesses across the globe, the majority of people that I am working with happen to be men. So I thought that I would actually address this issue in today's episode because as advanced as we are, we really need to arm ourselves with strategies so that we can nurture and advance female talent. Because let's face it, not everyone has their own business, not everyone aspires to, and even if they do, I think we as women have to work that much harder to achieve a certain level of expertise to be taken seriously when we're in this cutthroat environment. So that's the topic of today, nurturing and advancing female talent. Hi everyone, my name is Lena Patel, founder of Global Impact Systems, helping bring the sandbox to the boardroom. Thank you for joining me today. Now, I think it's really important to acknowledge that yes, there are differences between men and women, and we often overlook what women actually bring to the table. We excel in managing conflict, handling crisis situations, managing change, and relationship building. We're intuitive, we're emotionally intelligent, and this is not to say that men don't have any of these qualities at all. It's absolutely not true. But these are the areas that we are wired, I believe, to thrive in. And the other point I want to drive home is that women are now driving the world economy. Globally, we control anywhere from 20 trillion and upwards in annual consumer spending. We are spending. I mean, show me a woman who doesn't like to shop, you know? That figure is climbing year upon year upon year. We represent the biggest growth market, bigger, in fact, than China and India combined. So when you look at these numbers, it is ridiculous. It is foolish to ignore or underestimate the power of the female consumer. We are making 94% of decisions in the home, especially when it comes to decorating. Put 100 men in a lineup and chances are not more than a handful of them are going to say, yes, I'm in charge of styling and designing the home. We are voicing our opinion when it comes to where we're vacationing as a family, the homes that we're buying, quite often the cars that we're buying, even consumer electronics. So if you're Dell and the only thing that you're doing to make your product attractive to women is turning your computer pink, you're in a lot of trouble. The world is changing and businesses today are losing out massively on profit growth by not speaking to the women that they serve and also by not nurturing the talents of the women that they employ. And tragically, studies have shown that after just two years in the workplace, women's aspirations and their desire to succeed plummets by 60%. Their confidence drops by nearly 50%. And this to me suggests that women's skills in the workplace are not being fully utilized. 
And I see this time and time again when I'm going in organizations and I'm working with women and I'm talking to women and I'm hearing behind the scenes how they're really feeling about the work that they're doing and how they're being valued and how much confidence others have in them. It is truly disheartening. Women remain underrepresented at every level in the corporate world, despite earning more college degrees statistically than men for the last 30 years. So why, despite all of this, why is this problem not being successfully addressed in corporate America and in fact, in many other parts of the world also? Well, I think one of the most powerful reasons is that we have a lot of blind spots when it comes to diversity, when it comes to women, when it comes to things that we have been dealing with and viewing in a certain way historically for decades and for centuries. It's very hard for us to solve problems that we don't see clearly, that we don't understand. You know, when you ask men if women are well represented in leadership, most of them are going to say, yes, they are. And this is despite the fact that only one in 10 women are occupying executive leadership positions in a business. The sad reality is that we've become comfortable with the status quo. And when we're comfortable, we don't feel any urgency to change. For a lot of men, and it's not their fault, they don't fully grasp the barriers that hold women back at work. When they don't understand, it's very hard for them to be part of the change, part of the solution. For many men, they're less committed to gender diversity and we can't get there without them. So women, this is for you and men, this is for you also because our businesses are much more powerful, are much more robust and they're more likely to thrive and last if we address this. So right out the gate, I want to address because I hear this quite often in business, a lot of people will say to me, well, actually, Lena, the reason that women don't get promoted is because they're leaving companies because they want to start a family or they want to focus on their family. And that's simply not true. In fact, the data for men and women who leave the company to focus on family is just the same. It is remarkably low at 2% or less. So that's not why women are leaving. That's not why men are leaving. There are definitely other factors at play. A couple of days ago, I was on LinkedIn and I happened to come across an article that General Motors had announced a new female CFO. And I was astounded to see hundreds upon hundreds of comments on this. While there was a lot of cheerleading and congratulation, there was a significant number of people that were talking about, why couldn't the announcement just be that GM announced a new CFO? Why did they have to draw attention to the fact that it was a woman? So there's a feeling out there in the marketplace that whether a woman gets a role or not, you've got to stop identifying these kinds of differences. Otherwise, equality is not going to be there. But I actually feel that we do need to highlight this because, you know, if you go back, it's the same reason that people felt the need to draw attention to Obama when he was elected as president of the United States. People drew attention to the fact that he was the new black president. Obviously, we're stating the obvious, but the reason that people felt moved to do that is because it was out of the ordinary. When something is normal, it stops being newsworthy. And so we need to be drawing attention to these changes because if we don't, change won't happen. There are three areas that I would like to draw your attention today. I call them the talent triad. So the first strategy is looking at their mindset. 
And there are two aspects of this. One is that women, we talked about the fact that their confidence is generally at a low because of the environment they're exposed to at work. Well, the other part is that as women, when we show up as being more masculine, more of that alpha male energy, where we're oozing confidence, we command respect, we speak up, we're noticed in a room full of men. For a lot of women, that's not their natural, that's not their default. It's very challenging to show up in that way. So you've got this strange dichotomy where women want to be like that woman who's the alpha male and men often feel intimidated by her. And so this woman has to sort of play this delicate balance and dance between being feminine and masculine really skillfully. The second part of the mindset equation is that this shift has to happen in men too. Men also need training to understand women. You know, for years, automobile companies had male engineers that were designing their airbags, that were designing their car seatbelts. And surprise, surprise, they were designed primarily with men in mind. Well, women have very different physiologies, different body types. And so what happened is that these airbags, these seatbelts weren't as effective for women. So women were more likely to get into accidents. They were more likely to experience seatbelt injury and car crashes. And it's been a long time for the industry to shift and to recognize that, hey, it's really important to have women engineers who are designing this, who are testing these out so that they can actually make products and service this demographic. The second way that organizations can nurture talent is to offer strategic management support to women. And this starts from the time that they first hire women to promoting them into the pipeline. It starts from the entry-level positions. Our data tells us that fewer women than men are hired at the entry level. And then at every step up the leadership pipeline, the representation of women shrinks. So as a result, by the time we get to C-suite, only one in five of this executive group is a woman and fewer than one in 30 is a woman of color. So this is just one big reason that our progress may be stalling. Women and women of color are underrepresented in the corporate pipeline, lagging behind white men, men of color, and white women. And one of the key ways that executive leadership can demonstrate their support for women is by spearheading women's networks, leadership groups run by women, and then participating, encouraging others to get involved and recognize the work that they do to make the network a success. I love that companies like American Express, Target, and so many others have created women's groups within their organizations given platforms for women to talk, to discuss, to share their challenges. This support network is so important for women. It allows them to empower each other and tap into who they are and the immense value that they bring. It really comes from the top down. And when those women at the top are saying, yes, we need this, it trickles down. And this leads me to the third way to nurture talent, and that is modeling. I often talk about this as a strategy for helping nurture and advance women because I believe that we all need people to look to that have bravely walked the path before us. In the time report on the women that are changing the world, 
I was astounded, forget raising the ceiling. These inspiring women were creating their own ceiling. And I truly believe that we need to see more of this. You know, in the workplace, women in general are more likely than men to report that they've never interacted with senior level leaders. Black women are the most likely of all to report that they've never had senior level contact. And isn't this going to affect how women view their role at work, their opportunities for advancement? Of course it is. So highlighting in the media, in the workplace, women that have done an incredible job of showcasing what they have accomplished, I think inspires a lot of women to believe that they can do that too. It gives them hope. It gives them optimism. It gives them faith. And a second way that you can also do that and be more strategic about it in your business is through mentoring. When up-and-coming leaders have a female role model to be able to mentor them, or when they have mentors in the company, whether it's men or women, but that person is deeply committed to bringing out, to really understanding that specific woman's experience. Those kinds of conversations, those kinds of experiences are going to begin to heal and bridge the gap. And I think that as part of this modeling process, it is so important to include male employees on the journey. As you build these women network programs, allow the men to be involved in the events that you host. Allow them to be involved in coaching and mentoring programs that you offer. Create platforms in which you advance the dialogue on gender in the workplace. This is going to be critical in achieving a meeting of minds and of hearts between men and women. So I'm going to leave you with some next steps to support you on this journey, whether you're a leader in business or as an individual contributor, you want to know what you can do to advance this cause. And the three steps are number one, it's important to make a compelling case for gender diversity. I've talked in a previous episode about the importance of diversity and inclusion and some of the pitfalls to look out for, some of the ways that it's changed significantly in recent years. So that episode, uh, I'm going to link to that in the show notes this week. So go check that out at linapatellive.com. The second way is to invest in more employee training. So a mentoring program is really wonderful for this. And I've got an episode on that too. So again, I'll link to that one. I talk quite significantly about creating mentoring programs so that we're not only building a leadership pipeline, but nurturing that talent. So I'll link to that. And then the third step is to really focus on accountability and results. Because without that focus on the end goal and the outcome, it becomes a lot of talk and no action. And we really want to move the needle for women because it helps not only women, but it helps men too. It's really going to support your businesses and help them to flourish when we make this a priority. So if I can help in any way in terms of strategizing, in terms of supporting you, in terms of building upon a program that you already have in place, if you're already on your way, reach out to me at linapatellive.com. And I hope that this episode has really given you some great ideas of what you can do to get the ball rolling or at least move it closer towards the end zone. Don't forget to download and subscribe today on iTunes or Stitcher so that you don't miss future episodes. And of course, once again, the show notes are available on lenapatellive.com so you can go check them out there. I'll see you in the sandbox.